Currently Tallahassee, a new podcast where we explore local grind and success stories from up-and-coming leaders that puts the future of Tallahassee first. Co-hosts Tarun Gupta and Chirag Shah are going to sit down with local leaders over a beer and provide listeners the insights to better prepare them for their own journey. What's up, Tallahassee? Welcome to another episode of Currently Tallahassee with your co-hosts Tarun and Chirag. Today, we're excited to have another student from FSU, John Harrington, join us to talk about photography. I think the arts is a relatively subjective industry, and our goal today is to provide more concrete and actionable takeaways when it comes to succeeding in the world of photography. So, John, great to see you again. It's been a while. Can you give the listeners your elevator pitch as to who you are and what you do? Okay. Uh, thank you guys for having me here, of course. My name is John Harrington. I'm 21 years old, and I'm a senior advertising student at FSU. Um, I'm an editorial and commercial photographer by trade and uh, from Fort Walton Beach, Florida. Hello, John. Welcome to Currently Tallahassee. Uh, it's a pleasure to have a fellow Noel uh, on with us today. Go Noles. <laughs> and before we get going... Um, a question that I want to kind of start off with is just a general question. How did you get into photography? Um, so my senior year of high school, which was I graduated class of 2017, so we're talking fall of 2016. Okay. Um, I had gotten in a bad car accident, and then I had found out that my parents were going to divorce. Getting really dark here. but um, There's no better way to start a podcast, Yeah, no right? better way to start a podcast. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> but um, so... I got all that news, and it was my senior year, and I was in a program called IB. Plus, anybody's heart. oh, so was I. Yeah, the same. I was. We talked about it too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it was, I know all about it. Yeah, so so by senior year, I was burnt out like hell. So, um, and then I asked my yearbook for a yearbook teacher. I wasn't in it, but I was just like, hey, can I take photos? This looks cool. So I took a camera, went to the you know rivalry game, took photos there, and then ended up just always having that camera in my hands at the school, at events, just to stay away from home to like, you know, just forget shit was happening. And then it just so happened. And then by, this was like October of 2016. And then by January of 2017, I got published in the newspaper taking photos at sports games. And then it was just like a rolling thing where I was everywhere taking photos. People knew that I was taking photos. And it's a small town, of course. But um, there was... I had something, at least I think I did. And people are also, you know, they hype you up when you do shit. Um, And then after that, I graduated and stayed in town and I met my mentor, Sean Murphy, um, who's taken me in. He's a big advertising photographer for like 25, 30 years. Um, And so, yeah, so I've been with him for two and a half years and just doing photography, got picked up doing editorial stuff for like Rowland Publishing, Tallahassee Magazine, A5 mm-hmm. Business Magazine that Serena was featured in, yep, yep. and then uh, stuff like that. And now I'm at FSU and I'm an advertising student and now I'm here. So I've only been shooting since fall of 2016. It's always crazy how things like start, how you get into whatever business or... How you get into it, right? yeah. It's always interesting, but... I was on, I was on track to do uh, medicine. I had dreamed of doing medicine. I had done... You know, com- you know, not conventions, but I would go to talks and stuff. I was already looking at shadowing, like right after high school, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then this fell into my lap, and it was just complete 180. Yeah. And I've never been an artsy person. Uh-huh. I don't read. I don't write. I don't. <laughs> I, ne- I didn't paint. I didn't draw. I was the kid that had an encyclopedia and an almanac as a kid, and I would flip through like National Geographic, and I was that nerd, be like, oh, that's a Dilophosaurus or some bullshit, <laughs> and I would just name anything off the bat. 
that was my shit was just like science. I aced every science class. That's all. That's Never so was I artsy except for like chorus. I agree with you so much because my family were accountants, medical professionals, and hospitality professionals. Creative in their own minds, but not artsy creative, like yeah. a photographer or a, a marketer. Yeah. So when they, when I told them that I wanted to go into marketing, they're like, what in the world is that? Yeah, like, can you make money off of it? My, 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 my father still asks me this because he's a, a contractor and an electrician. He's like, so uh, you're still like the most getting technical. an advertising degree, right? You know, you're not trying to like bank on this photography. You know, like It's not a career, but... You know, trying to prove it out there that it can be. Well, I mean, uh, speaking of which, it, it seems like you're doing pretty well. I mean, I've seen you in a bunch of random publications. Like, actually, it's really funny. Like, last week, I was reading an article in Democrat, and there was, like, photo courtesy of John yeah, Hansen and stuff. Steve like, Oki, yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah. That was it. Huh. Yeah. Steve Yoki is chill as fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I went to concert in Vegas. That was awesome. Dude, I didn't expect, because we walked behind stage. To do in Tallahassee, though. Yeah, I don't know, and I, I want to know. <laughs> How much was like Dan Gilbertson paid for right. to come up? Like was yeah. it fifty grand? Was it seventy five grand? <laughs> were they breaking even or were they profiting? That's what I want to know. Mm-hmm. But I went behind stage and I saw, you know, because he kicks people. Yeah. But I, but I thought it was only one cake per show. I didn't know that there was going to be fucking fifteen cakes <laughs> wow. back there. You show up and there's like a table and it's like three stack, you know, three stacks high, three tiers uh-huh. high. Of just cakes that all say, you know, Dimac, and I was like, oh fuck, that's, it's about to go down. That's so random. No, that's awesome. You were there and got kind of featured in that. So I last minute got that because I was like, I'm going to the Steve well, Aoki concert. So, so speaking of which, I'm curious, like, well, I mean, that's specifically how you got that gig, and just in general, how you've been getting the gigs that you have been, because I know for something as creative as photography or art or any other industry, like, it's really hard to, you know, get gigs. Yeah. Um, so for me, my background was cause I, like I said, I got featured in my uh, local newspaper. And so I have like a, what do they call photojournalism background? So I like doing stuff candid. I'm not really like others, uh, you know, weird creative stuff. So I don't tweak my photos, photoshops, shit like that. Um, so I've always had that photojournalism side. So I've worked with the Democrat once or twice, um, and stuff like that. But sometimes you just find opportunities, um, like the CBO concert. That's a, that's a good example. I was like, I just want to go shoot the concert. It'd be a cool thing to do. I love shooting music. Music's so much fun. I shot hangout festival two years ago and I just mm-hmm. submitted credentials to shoot for hangout festival and sand gem festival, um, this year. Oh, wow. Um, so hopefully I get those and cause hangout this year is insane. Um, but basically for like, uh, Steve Aoki, I just said, Hey, I would like to do this. I'll give you guys an article that I'll write up and I'll, you know, give you guys a gallery and I'll give it to you guys within this time frame and all that stuff. Um, so for me, I lucked out that I knew how the process goes for some people. They don't know how it is. And mm-hmm. so it's kind of gotten into this industry where people keep secrets hidden where they don't want to tell about right. what everything is because they want to keep the money to themselves. Makes sense. Um, but I, I don't care. You know, in my eyes, it comes back around. Yeah. Like I've always been like, For if you sure. give back, if you give people stuff, it always comes back to you. So that's the mindset I try to keep with things, you know, whether it's buying pizza for my friends the other night, or if it's, you know, letting people use my camera, you know, it'll come back to me somehow, right. some way, shape or form. So, so, so it seems like you just kind of like go find opportunities actively and just like cold email or just yeah. hit people up. Um, I remember you were also telling me when we first met something interesting about your business cards. 
Doesn't like QR code or something? No, that's well. We were, we were talking about that, and I was like, that'd be a fucking badass idea. Let's you know put QR codes. You know, people are starting to use them. Like I've gone to sorority functions where they'll you know you show them a QR code and they just you know scan it, and then it's just like okay, you're in, and you don't have to do anything. Like it's getting so cool. And I was like, shit, that'd be a badass idea. You know, just put fucking like gorilla posters everywhere of QR codes, and they lead them to your Instagram, to your website, huh, right. stuff like that. You could just go gorilla, you know, and just post shit everywhere. Stickers, you know, slap idea. some stickers on, you know, bathroom in the fucking, you don't know who's going to get it for that shit. <laughs> yeah. That's what I would do. Just, you know, be at pots and you're just over here with a bunch of stickers and you're just like, you know, <laughs> slap, you are, slap, slap, slap. I like it. I like it. Well, in the world of technology, specifically social media, um, that's kind of where, what I do on a daily basis. So how has it, and specifically Instagram, how has it changed your field for the better or worse? Um, so like looking at like, I guess the technical side and analytics of it, like I used to make a whole lot better, you know, like likes and follows and activity and stuff like a year ago. And then they changed things and it's all kinds of funky and it's ever changing so fast. So you always have to be updating yourself on what's happening. Cause if you don't, you're going to get lost with it and you're not going to keep on track. And it's, uh, and it's become a point where, you know, it changes the view of art, I guess, mm-hmm. um, where it's all about the likes or whatever. Yeah. And I found like I'll post photos that I think are really freaking awesome and they get no likes. And then I'll post a you know, photo of myself or my brother or some shit and the likes go up because mm-hmm. it's just who I, you know, yeah, right. show your personal about side. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but Instagram is a weird platform and it's, I feel like it's almost dying out, but at the same time, you know, it could not be. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite platform? It's yeah, Instagram. Instagram, Instagram or Facebook. Facebook, I'll just share memes and shit all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you like find yourself catering to your audience like too much? Like we asked this with Royce the other day. Like, how has social media and the audiences changed the way? you do music like are you almost like pandering to your audience like i do yeah, see that that, is, photography? that that just happened i uh, there's a photo that i took of my friend um we we're dying her hair and i was uh i was like let's do these weird things because she had the black gloves for dye and i was like let's get a couple of her friends get some black gloves and they can just like wrap around her face and shit i think i saw that yeah, yeah. and um, yeah. Huh. and i didn't think this photo was gonna i thought it was gonna be weird people are gonna be like it's too out there or whatever uh-huh. And it's over here, you know, being one of my, you know, top 1% likes, like 263 likes, 40 comments, half of those being me replying back to people, but it's ridiculous. Right. And then I post something from like, you know, a really, from like Steve Aoki and that gets, you know, 140. So it's, it's insane. You, think. you don't know. <laughs> I, I never know at this point. I'm like, I think this is going to do bad and it turns out to be great. And I think this is going to do great and it turns out bad. It's, you don't know anymore. I don't know. I just post shit and I just hope it goes well. And with all the algorithms that are continuously changing. Yeah, I, was, I liked it back in the day where it was like, oh, if you posted at 6 a.m., people scroll back to 6 a.m. and it's that's where it right. was. Because yeah. I remember doing that back in high school and you'd be like, oh, if I post when everyone gets out of you know, classes mm-hmm. at the end of the day at 1.45 back in high school, then right. people are going to see my post. As you know, you know, the really wild thing is like for, for my restaurant now, like I've been looking at Instagram analytics a lot more. And funny you mentioned that, like I've been looking at when the audience is online because they'll tell you like when they use Instagram. And the crazy thing is like, there's 7, 8 PM, shit like that. the thing yeah. is like for me, 
it's like the audience is the same like no matter what time of day or during the week it's just like basically static i'm like everyone is on instagram all the time now right it's yeah. so weird maybe except except for me i think most people are like dead at like noon it's like it goes like this it's like noon's down uh-huh. here like you say well 100%. i guess and then like because you know college students nobody I, was, I was gonna say college students that's Nobody's up at that time. Yeah, for current, when I'm specifically posting for the agency, our sweet spot is one thirty to three. Wow. Huh. Interesting. I don't know how. Yeah, most kids are not up at that time and moving around. All right. That's what I was getting up today. <laughs> I wish I was. <laughs> okay. Interesting. So, so it seems like Instagram and your audience. I mean, for better or for worse, they are pretty important. Um, how important is who you know and like your network and photography like is that like you just have to know people like there's no other way to succeed that's just how any creative place is like doing name drop like ben solomon who is an advertising professor he just i guess retired or done Mm -hmm. you know an absence or whatever um but i remember when i took his principles of advertising class and it was the last day or the second last day last week and he was like when you get out to the workforce and you go to a place, 75% of people know somebody else that worked in this yeah. office beforehand. And like, you know, oh, Uncle Joe's brother-in-law knows this guy in this advertising firm. He'll get you that job there. That's how it goes. People just name drop all the time. And they're like, oh, I know him. I trust him. And, you know, they just hand jobs away like that. That's more common in towns like Tallahassee. Yeah, that, of course, that's going to be like that. Everyone you know, knows each other. Industry, oh, that's what I found. 100% name dropping like I got a job tomorrow or whatever and by somebody just saying hey he could do it he's probably yep. free and he's close by so 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 would you say like if if I'm an aspiring photographer like in high school and college like that should be the number one priority I just need to go meet people and expand my network or like yeah. what are some resources available to me in Tallahassee if I want to go into photography well Tallahassee is a special breed <laughs> uh, to say the least uh this town is a party town, so the most successful people that I know are the people that shoot at clubs. People that shoot at clubs meet people. If you get into that atmosphere, you learn everybody's names, you know, who's the bartenders everywhere, you know, who's, you know, anything. And so those people are the people that have all the connections with the sororities, with the fraternities, stuff like that. So I would say it varies from place to place, but for here, I would say if you want to network yourself get into the club scene and just shoot photos and stuff like that if that's what you want to do it all depends on what you want to do like for me i thrive off of meeting people i thrive off of meeting new people like this winter break i took a solo trip to europe by myself for three and a half weeks and i met people from every single continent met so many friends it was it was awesome awesome experience and i love meeting people so that's what thrives my thing it's just meeting people doing cool things with them and eventually taking photos so you mentioned the component of people, people meeting with people, building relationships with people is very important. Yeah. Let's switch it up. How about the equipment? How important is equipment? And specifically, what do you use? And what should aspiring photographers be looking for when they select their own equipment, whether that's price, quality, brands, etc.? Um, I think we had this conversation where we're outside is I don't think it really matters what you have. It's more or less you learn how to use it. Like what we're saying, like the physics doesn't change. A camera takes a camera, you know, light comes in, good hits the sensor. (laughs) It doesn't, you know, speaking English here, English, air quotes. (laughs) Light hits the sensor and it takes the same thing. It doesn't matter if you're using Sony, Nikon, or Canon. Just pick up a camera and learn how to fucking use it. And I would suggest people to get the most basic camera 
and get one lens, use that one lens forever. Then whenever you feel like you know what you're doing, get another lens and then just keep adding on and doing that and learn from different people because I've met people who I thought I would never learn anything from. I learn from something from them every single time. I learn something from everybody every single time I go shooting with them, whether it's how they interact with people, how they talk to people, you know, how they shoot, what they look for, stuff like that. And it doesn't matter if you're shooting sports or like portraits. It all kind of like revolves and correlates. Like I've used stuff from sports photography and portraits and I've used stuff from portraits and sports photography. It all comes back because at the end of the day, you're still just taking a photograph, you know. On that note, like what makes a good photo? Is it technical, emotional? Is it you just look at a photo and you just know? Can I look at a photo and just objectively say like, this is a bad freaking photo? Well, like, and that's the funny thing, and going back to, like, Instagram, is people only post the cool photos, the awesome (laughs) photos. Nobody's going to post, like, a photo that they spent, you know, all this time editing or doing whatever, and then be like, yeah, I spent spent eight hours editing this photo. That's why I'm uploading it. They're going to upload it because it looks cool. Like, I take Mm -hmm. thousands of bad photos, and, you know, uh, and I just take thousands of bad photos before you take one good one. I guess for me, it comes down to the main thing is, like, emotion and like having the moment like if you can look at a photo and make a connection with it whether it's how it looks how you think that environment may smell sounds whatever can go on that sells it because people want to you know it's human nature to make a connection with things so if you can do that you're automatically winning your audience in my opinion so speaking of audience how do you market yourself to your audience and the people who employ you as a skeptical consumer like why would i want to hire john harrington to be a a photographer like what's different about you versus other photographers is it like style is it something else so for me i would say the reason why i'm different from other kids is because i didn't get my start like everyone else and i didn't just you know start taking photos of my friends or the other these kids that you know have uh they're taking film all the time I started learning like the old ways of photography and like, you know, learning from the, you know, the old greats, you know, Robert Frank, other people like this, Annie Leibovitz. And you think about like how they took photos and you apply it to today's society. So I'm not like some girl taking graduate photos and, you know, sorority photos and shooting all this other stuff and slapping a filter on it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've always been good at like talking with older people. Like I was a kid that would, you know, hang out with older kids or, you know, talk with adults and like, oh, John's here. And I would just talk with adults forever, parents, friends and stuff like that. So for me, I say that I'm 21. So that gives me a completely different point of view than, say, somebody who's, you know, 40 doing this. And so I know what's hip and new while also showing what's old and the techniques and still having the respect for the past. So you mentioned you're 21. So when I started current, I was 24 years old, mm-hmm. and one of the challenges that I had was I was able to communicate with other CEOs, older individuals, but the fact that I was so young, I wasn't taking I wasn't taking it serious. So <laughs> it's you, hard. I, you, I look, you guys look at me right now. I'm 21 years old. Yeah. I'm freshly 21 in October. I goddamn look 15. <laughs> With baby so you're not wrong. Yeah, I, I, I lost the picture of John on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, 
you guys put in the comments or whatever, and we'll be like, so how old do you guys think John is if you just passed him on the street? I was shooting at a Boy Scouts camp, and kids there thought I went to high school. And they're like, oh, I'm a sophomore at, you know, Chocolate High School. What year are you? And I was like, I'm graduating in 2017. And they're like, no way. And I'm like, I have to break out the license and shit. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. It's... It's rough. Yeah. It, 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 I immediately people see me like talking with clients, and that's always always mm-hmm. been a fun issue. Is you'll email clients or you'll talk on the phone or whatever, and you know everything goes great, and then they see you in person, they're like, "Oh, so are you the assistant?" And I'm like, "No, right. I'm here to take the photos." <laughs> yeah. Like Tarun probably wasn't expecting me whenever nope. I took photos of him. He's nope. like, "So who's this fucking kid?" Who's I'm this like, child? <laughs> I'm just over here with the camera, and I'm like, "Okay." You're going to be here. We're going to take some photos. We're going to go outside, take some more photos, and then you're done. For me, from from shooting with me, it's more of like trying to keep it organic, but you know you have a point A and a point B, and you're trying to get to the point A without forcing people to do shit. So I'll be like, oh, maybe you should do this, and then it'll lead into something else. Trying to keep it organic, but you still have control over what's going on. Sometimes photographers make you do some weird shit. It depends, like I said, on what's happening, but... They, they know what they're doing, but at the same time, we really don't know what's going on. We're just like, oh, we're waiting for something to happen magically. So when we first met, you were talking about how, like, as a very young guy yeah. going to clubs and, like, taking pictures of people partying and girls partying, like, yeah. people just look at you kind of funny. Like, oh, it's just like, yeah. like why are you so creepy? <laughs> I guess here, it's it's different. People are like, oh, photographer, and they'll, you know, they'll pose or whatever. Right. But being a young male photographer in college is sometimes a dang. You're already labeled as like the creepy dude of the camera who's <laughs> trying to take tasteful nudes. I'm doing this is art with you know art with uh, air quotes. That's not air quotes. This is tasteful nudes, and you're out here doing this you know god awful shit. Um, <laughs> And you're immediately labeled. That's why I, I try to stay away from that. I'm like, no, nah, that that looks like it can lead down the wrong path, and that's just liability. I can already see that, you know, ten feet away. But like when you get into the clubs, everyone wants photos taken of them. But you get into instances um, like guys. I made a post about this because it happened, and I'll mention this from my Europe trip. Um, I was in Scotland, and it was I think the night before Christmas or something. We we're doing a pub crawl, and I brought my camera with me. Of course, I wanted to bring my camera with me. I wasn't getting right. trashed or anything. And I was talking with these dudes, and they're basically like frat dudes of Scotland. And so, but the more they get excited and riled up, the music's blaring, the drinks going, people are doing shots, stuff like that. They're getting more riled up. Their accent gets harder to hear. And so, I'm talking with this one dude. I'm just like, "Hey, I can't understand you." And he's like smiling, and laughing. And I'm like, "Oh, I'm gonna keep smiling and laughing. I can't hear, but everything's going good." Turn my head away for five seconds. Come back. And he has his hands around my neck. And he's strangling me and choking me into the wall. You can't make this shit up. He's strangling, like, enough to put, like, hand marks on my neck. And his dudes are like, hey, mate, what the fuck are you doing over here? And, like, try, and, like because everything was cool, everything was fine. And the security comes over, pulls him off, like, dude, why the fuck are you doing this? And he's blacked out, you can tell. He's like, he was taking photos of me without my permission and shit. And I said, no, the fuck I wasn't. I showed him the camera, I showed him the photos. And he's throwing peace signs and smiling. I was like, does this look like he wasn't posing for the fucking camera? <laughs> and then he started trying to fight the security guard. Security guard starts wailing on his ass. And then, yeah, it's, that's just what happened. I was just like, okay. And sometimes you get the same thing at the clubs here in the States. 
guys are like, fuck you, and they're flipping, you know, flipping you off. And I've gotten to the point where I don't know if a guy's flipping me off because he's drunk or if he's flipping me That's off because he's, he's like, he, his three is like, this is my side chick. Get the camera away from me, asshole. Like, I don't know what's <laughs> happening when a dude flips me off here anymore. So how does that work in a, like a bar club scene? Do you have to they have the the club get a non-disclosure or? Um, so usually, like, the only times I've ever, like, shot with a club or whatever is when I got contracted out by okay. them or whatever and helping out, you know, because they always have somebody there taking photos and they're like, hey, right. look out for, you know, pots uh, Thursday night, go up on the website, yeah. all the photos will be there. So usually whenever I've done that, I've got contracted out. Um, but usually most people don't care, you know. If they say they don't want their photo taken, they'll just say, delete that or don't whatever. Most right. people are fine. So you ask them, like, when you're in that kind of setting? Yeah, like, usually hey. you ask them, you know, hey, do you want your picture taken? And majority of the time, they'll come up to you and be like, hey, take a photo of me, blah, blah, blah. Right. <laughs> you go and take a photo of them, and then you just walk off, and you never see them again. They probably won't remember the photo was ever taken. How, how often do you shoot? Or just like go out to oh, a club or bar and just take photos. Well, clubs and bars—that's not like my scene. I've just done it a few times and I've uh-huh. and whatnot. Um, but I try to make it a goal to at least, at least you know, pick up a camera and shoot like as much as possible, if not every day, if I could. But sometimes it's just hard because, like I was telling you guys, I do 16 credit hours. I work a part-time job. Um, and then doing this on the side and then I just started blogging for my mentor from, mm-hmm. from here. So I have to add blogging and to that. Yep. So now my time is, you know, it's time management and trying to see if, you know, am I going to be able to plan something out with friends to go do a cool shoot or, you know, how much production value do I need to think beforehand or whatever the idea may be. But usually I, I always have my camera with me cause you don't know what's ever going to happen. You're going to take photos mm-hmm. of, you know. That's from a photojournalism background, too. Do you have anything that you love shooting more than anything else? People. I love taking photos of people. People are so cool, so genuine. You don't know, like, how they'll act when they get in front of the camera, you know. It's it's kind of, like, unexpected, and it's weird because I hate the unexpected. Like, I hate murky water. I hate not knowing <laughs> what the fuck's happening around. I like having a little bit of control. And it's weird because I don't know what's going to happen on a photo shoot. But you have some sense of control of what could happen. Right. Um, but people are, like I said, I thrive off of people and talking with people and sharing experiences and like, because I grew up up north in South Dakota and I moved down here to Florida. Like, South Dakota to Florida. How does that happen? Uh, thank you. 2008 housing market crash. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, assholes. But, but yeah, that's what, what what brought me down here to Florida was back in fifth grade, 2008 housing market crash, lost the house, moved down here. So I went from being, you know, having blizzards and snow days to having hurricane days. Mm-hmm. So most kids, and I live basically in a town of like 2,000 people. Like I have friends there that have taken up their families, you know, farms. They do, you know, uh, what is it called? Um, rodeo clowns, stuff like that. Like I have a friend who's a rodeo clown. In South Dakota, you just have so random. you just have, a future guest of our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get them down here. But you, there's so many experiences. Like I have a friend who's never seen snow, and I'm trying to get her to drive her up to like North Georgia this sometime this yep. spring so that she can go see snow because it, it just baffles me that people have never seen snow right. before. And it's for me, it was an everyday thing almost. So, it, yeah, experiences and people being different from one another. That's what I thrive off of. Because that's a well-rounded person is someone who's, you know, well-traveled, understands, yeah. and can respect other people's 
past environments or current environments. And on that note, uh, I know one of the things we talked about in a previous episode of like, if we can go back and start our college experience again, what's something we would have done differently? And we kind of both said study abroad. Is there yeah. something? I, I've never, I didn't get to study abroad because I started off um, at community college. Same. Yeah, so I started off at community college, stayed home, worked, you know, full-time job, did my classes or whatever. And then I came here to FSU. Yeah. So I never, I've never gotten that experience of doing dorm life, I think mm-hmm. I would have thrived in dorm life. The you know the chaotic, pretty good. All that, <laughs> like I love it. Um, or study abroad. Like you know, this trip to Europe was my first time ever going out of the states. Nice. Um, and before that, my first plane trip, my first plane ride was last summer, and that was going to LA. That was the first time I ever been on a plane. So I'm not your average, you know you know, millennial or whatever you want to call it, you know, <laughs> kids these days taking trips at age of 15 and going anywhere or yeah, right. anything like that. I never got that. I was, our family always drove everywhere. So. Mm-hmm. Huh. So is there anything you would have done like differently when you look back on your last three to four years of FSU that I guess you had the power to do differently? Well, I always tell people this is if I didn't get Bright Futures, I didn't get Pell Grant, I didn't get any of that kind of aid for school because I'm too poor to pay for school, I would have not gone to college. Especially for doing photography, I would have not gone to college. I would have just, you know, but it all lucked out for me. And, you know, I met Sean um, that further, you know, this, you know, if I hadn't met him, I don't know what I'd be doing. I'd probably still be in for, you know, I'd probably be taking photos 10 times worse than I am now. but it all depends on what you want to do. Of course, if you want to become a doctor, you got to go to school. But for people who are creative, I I don't say go to school. Don't go to school. Don't waste the money. I had a friend who went to San Francisco for art, and I was just uh, like, no, don't go to San Francisco for art. Like yeah. it's it's uh, <laughs> a man coming from San Francisco. Someone who lived there for three years. Yeah, yeah I agree. There, she was there for one year. Now she's at UCF, and she's like in the animation program, and she's badass, and she does all kinds of cool shit. And she does like work for Disney in the future. Mm-hmm. So cool. So let's say I wanted to become a photographer. Um, what are some things that I should look out for? Um, maybe it could be something that you found difficult during your time. And as you continue to grow, what are some of those things that I should look out for before I get going? Um, I would tell people to make a gang of like photo friends and stuff. I've never really had like a little close knit group. I never took any photo. I took two photo classes at community college did no good for me because I just researched everything beforehand and I didn't really feel like I learned much. It was nice because they had equipment that I could use. Um, but I would just have a close knit photo group of friends, people you can bounce off ideas, people that can criticize your work, people that are your same level. Cause I've never felt like I had people that I, you know, personally felt like I had a connection with as a friend or whatever that um, I could compare photos with. Like I only have like a few of them. One's here in Tallahassee, uh, the Tallahassee Democrat. Her name's Tori. She's a photographer. Um, she's 24, something like that. Um, another one is my friend James Gilbert. He's a uh, NFL or he shoots NFL work and he's 22. Wow, nice. So, and you know, those people I get, or and there's other names of course too. Those two immediately come to mind. Um, but yeah, just people that your same level you get along with, they have the same mindset about photography as you because it's an art. Everyone's going to have different ways of talking about it. I'm more not a super artsy person and more logistic side of it, and I can balance the two. Um, 
but people you can bounce off ideas and trust to criticize because it's art. It's your work. You don't want to get, you know, somebody who's trying to like bring you down for shit that you think is awesome. Right. So is that like the best way to get better at photography? Just have a group of friends to criticize your work and get better? Like, should you take classes? Should you I'm also, YouTube videos? I'm pretty much all self-taught. I just had a camera and I was like, well, if I move, you know, this dial this way and I mess with my shoulder, <laughs> this thing gets brighter. And if I move it the other way, it gets darker. And then I would just like, and I just fucked around. I went and took photos everywhere. You know, it'd be inside outside in this you know dark closet and you know bright open sun on the beach wherever and you figure out what's happening um so experiences and just shooting every day like my benefit was that i had a camera in my hands every single day of high school there was i always had a camera with me and i was always shooting so i and i was you know you have that passion it's kind of like the honeymoon phase like in our relationship where, <laughs> oh my god this is new this is amazing it's so fucking cool and that's what i was i was like looking up YouTube videos and I'd gotten 10 steps ahead of where I should have been. And then you get catch up with those 10 steps ahead and then you get into your first rut and you're like, Oh my God, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this, blah, blah, blah. So I think, yeah, just shooting every day. You know, I would recommend self-teaching if you can. I always self-teach myself things. So um, criticize, self-teach, people bounce ideas off of yeah. with stuff like that. It's probably the same thing for you guys, yeah. like business pe- people, you, you know, Hey, does this idea sound good? You know, what is you, what, what do you guys do versus what I do and compare notes? It's the same thing we do. Yeah. Research, experiment, take risks. Yeah. And you know, and somehow hopefully it pulls off. Hopefully. Yeah. It's pulled off for you too. So. Mm-hmm. Well, cross, cross fingers. Um, <laughs> but, but I, I will say, like, I think more people can self-teach these days. Like, I, you know, you, you brushed on it earlier when you said that you don't think everyone needs to go to college. Totally agree. Yeah, like, no, it all depends on what you want to do. And I think there's a massive opportunity because of college. Like, I mean, four years of your time, right. plus like a yeah. hundred grand or whatever it is um, to go to college, depending on where you go. So that's a lot of resources you can put towards getting better at your craft or whatever whatever it is you want to do. But it's, it's whatever you take from the situation. I feel right. Because like. like I've met people that have gone to college and they use every resource known to mankind. Right. They were, you know, an RA. They were on this club, this club, this club. They networked. They took every LinkedIn class. They made the best use of their time. I know for me, I would get so tired of that so quick, and I and that's yeah. just not where my head's at. Um, yeah, it was funny. Like, on that note, um, I think he did it for the A5 magazine. Like, yeah. he did an article and he featured me in it, and it was whether you need an MBA or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And my basic um, takeaway was it depends. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I, I know it's kind of a crappy answer, right? but it depends. Like, um, it was funny. I was talking to a couple of my friends about it and just getting their thoughts. I was curious. And one of my friends had like the golden line he was like, an MBA is only as valuable as a person earning it. Yeah. And I feel like that applies to college degrees and anything you do. Yeah, it really it really does. I think it's situational awareness. If yeah. there's two things that a person can have that wants to be successful in anything that they're doing in life, not just photography, I think, is uh, situational awareness of what the fuck's going on anywhere in your <laughs> setting and yep. the settings around you. Because you're like, oh, this might be an opportunity that hasn't sparked up yet, and it's about to. And then able to adapt within that situation. Yeah, and able to figure out how the fuck am I going to do it? How yeah, am I going to end into it? Even though if it's not what you're into. And then I think the th- second thing is uh, thinking critically, but creatively critical thinking. So 
in my world, you know, you may be given a task and it looks absolutely impossible. And then you have to think outside of a box mm -hmm. how to make it come to life. And then you have to think, oh, am I going to do this? Am I going to do that? And then you actually have to think critically, but in a creative way. If I think you can you know, accomplish those two things, you can do a whole lot of shit most people can't do. Well, I feel like we could just keep talking on and on about this. <laughs> you probably will after we're done here. But will. I have yeah. nothing going on. <laughs> Fair enough. We'll, we'll, we'll get another glass of wine right after and just oh, keep God. the conversation going. <laughs> no, but yo, this was a really good time, man. I really appreciate you taking the time. I'm sure you're busy due to the classes and well, photography. Today and... I'm not busy. <laughs> today I'm not busy. Tomorrow I will be busy. Fair enough, man. But yep. you just had to, to blow my oh god, blow my roof down. Sorry about that. <laughs> I'm just over here like, oh, I got to shoot tomorrow. It's probably gonna be outdoors. And then he's like, oh yeah, there's like monsoon this. rain and tornado watch. And I'm just like, oh shit, really? Typical Florida. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Thanks for stopping by. I think it'll be really helpful for listeners, students especially, people going to photography. I'm excited for it to drop. Yeah. Thank you. Of course, and I think anybody, uh, if anybody is listening, of course, uh, if you have any questions about photo stuff, you can always just like, I can try my best. I'm no, I'm no expert, no expert. I'm not claiming to be an expert. I'm just saying from my personal experience of how I've done things, and which is not everyone's way. And we'll make sure we drop his information, his website, his Instagram handle as well in the in the posts to be coming. Well, that's it for this week. We do encourage everyone to like us on Facebook, you know, make our relationship Facebook official. Please, please, please subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or Google. And thanks so much for tuning in. Until next time, we are currently Tallahassee. Cheers. Cheers.